Welcome to the Washburn Review. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... What no. are we going to call this thing? That time we got impulsive in a newspaper meeting. I mean, I like Proton Pals, but I mean, I suppose we could just call it The Podcast. We could call it that. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that's like... uncomfortable with that. The Podcast. The Podcast. Like, it's underlined. The Proton Pals God, um, oh, Podcast. You're not going there. Take a look around you. Specifically, look at all of the technology that surrounds us each and every day. In the past decade, the technology that we use on a day-to-day -day basis has increased exponentially. Yeah, the advancements have been incredible, and much of that is due to the brilliant engineering. But a lot of ideas have originated from fiction that have become reality. Credit where credit is due. We both decided we would come up with examples of technology that has first been seen in books, TV, and movies that we both enjoy. So do you want to start us off? Sure. Let's start off with the cell phone and its flip phone design. So that actually has inspiration drawn from Star Trek, which is actually not the only thing uh, piece of technology that was inspired Which by Star Trek, the original series specifically. Um, if you look at the communicators, you see they have that clamshell style design. Also, another piece of technology that can be traced back to Star Trek is the Bluetooth earpiece, which Lieutenant Uhura and Mr. Spock both used. You, uh, they had that little. Uh, earpiece put into their ear, and they had a little microphone attached to it, and they could speak through it and such. It was, uh, it's really interesting to look back at Star Trek, the various series of Star Trek, series of Star Trek. Sirai. Sirai. <laughs> the various versions of Star Trek, and kind of look at how technology seems so similar to the way it was back in that show. Another one that comes from literature, bit updated, or at the 80s now, um, was the desk computers from Ender's Game. During Ender's Game, Ender Wigan, the main character, will go to school, he'll do all of his work on a laptop that projects 3D images that he can work with, and then he'll pretty much put everything onto what's sort of like a thumb drive at the end of the day, like empty it out, and then bring it home and he can do work there. Yeah, that's really interesting. So it's kind of like, and so now at this point, at this point, you'll see examples of high schoolers where they will have labs and there'll be screens, like computer screens, embedded in the desks so they can work on dissections, virtual learning while they're there at school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them will have touch screens on that desk. Yeah. Yeah, which touch screens, excellent segue into the next topic that hey. we have, that being tablets. Uh, tablets actually have a really interesting story behind them. When Apple was patenting their, uh, their iPad, they claimed it to be the first of its kind. However, uh, Samsung kind of shot back, saying that the tablet has actually appeared in 2001 Space Odyssey. And so, um, Apple couldn't, uh, their response was that Apple couldn't claim that it was the first of its kind, because that showed up in Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey. It's an excellent movie, by the way. It just makes me happy that that appeared in a court case. Somewhere there was that court that court transcriber <laughs> just going, Really? Y'all are nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right, so uh, well, uh, do you have one more? Yes, I do, and this is one that is fairly new from the Artemis Fowl series. Both Sony and Google have filed patents for the Iris Cam that shows up through the Artemis Fowl series. Um, for those of you who are heathens and haven't read the best series ever written, um, it, the Iris Cam <laughs> is basically this little camera that they're... They basically, it's kind of like a contact lens, but yeah. yeah, it's basically a computer inside a contact lens. And the government officials used it for surveillance just to see what was going on. And it was us usually used for undercover missions, so it would, it would all match the color of your eyes. There were hazel ones and green mm -hmm. ones and brown ones. And of course, it, being a contact, it could be you know easily you know put applied to the eye. It would transmit data, and it would, it's a very interesting invention. That's a, has that been made yet? Yeah, they just they both have filed patents for it. Okay. I mean, the closest thing we have now is Google Gla Google Glass. Sorry, but I mean, it's coming, and it's so weird how that series, which had, I guess, it, it's so weird because if you look back and you read the series in the second book, um, some they're talking about the laptop cameras. And they're like, yeah, it's really advanced. He's got a ton of money because he's got a camera on his laptop with filters. And I'm like, like, that was considered super high tech that only something that a millionaire would have. And now, like, we've easily got that on the cheapest phone. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I, uh, you mentioned Google Glass, which actually, I'm not sure why it reminded me of this, but watches. Uh, the smartwatches are a classic example of... Uh, science fiction, the very suave James Bond stories, and Dick Tracy, and uh, uh, Inspector Gadget, the most suave of them all. <laughs> uh, and also Men in Black uh, had this as well. But the smartwatch has appeared throughout several of these, and of course, now we have the Apple Watch, which was... It was just so exciting to see the Apple Watch for the first time. I just looked back at all of these spy stories. She's like, it's here! It's here! We can all be spies now! <laughs> We're all 007! <laughs> okay, let's be real. I would be like, Johnny English. <laughs> that's more my speed. <laughs> oh, Johnny English. That's such a fun movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be Johnny English more like than James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Johnny English is a fun one to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to be the cover-up officials for Johnny English. But... No, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't we end this on kind of a fun note? <laughs> um, other than... Well, why don't we end this on a fun note and say something that we've seen from sci-fi series that is not here yet? but we absolutely want to see. Alright, would you like to start this off? I would. I would kind of like to see the Babelfish from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, really? Like, I mean, I wouldn't enjoy, like, a worm thing squirming its way into my ear. I feel like... I mean, that was in Farscape too. Like, mm. where they just, like, shoved it in. They're just like, eat, like, in, have this! And they're and the pert humans, like, oh, disgusting! <laughs> oh, wait, I can hear all languages now! <laughs> I feel like it would be, one, super convenient. Uh, two, like, it would be biology and technology, which is awesome. Like, it would just be an intermingling of the two. 
And I also do not like my grades in Spanish. <laughs> but they would be good after that. Very good. Uh, that actually reminds me of the Universal Translator from Star Trek. Here it comes again. Hey! <laughs> have you seen? Oh, have you ever seen that VeggieTales episode? Where it was like, wait, what were they doing the history lesson? And it was like, wait, why are they all speaking English? And then like the French P is like, it's like Star Trek. Everybody speaks English. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about. Wait, actually, I don't know if I've seen that one. It's the it one. sounds familiar. Ah, uh, it's probably because I've told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, okay, so this one. I, I kept thinking, and I kept thinking of what we were going to do for this, uh, for this question, and sh I We didn't rehearse for this at all. No, I mean, we, we actually, that's the first I've heard of the one that you were wanting to do. I, uh, that was the first time we had heard that. But the one that kept popping to my head because I was hungry was, <laughs> A, the food replicator from, guess what? Star, Star Trek! Wars! What? <laughs> <laughs> and the second one being the breakfast machine from Back to the Future. Yes. Do you remember this? Yes! Oh, isn't that great? Making me think of food now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, am, I was slightly hungry while I was getting ready for this, so... Slight, I think you're always hungry. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong at all in that. So if you're interested, I will indulge in some shameless self-promotion. I have the article that should be attached to is an augmented reality presentation that our awesome art department is putting on. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this. We have yet to come up with a clever name, but we will at some point. Yeah. <laughs>